0: I'm so excited this evening. Does anybody share my excitement about (laughs) rest in God? Have you spoken to some people about it? Have you shared some things? Are you walking a little differently now? Because you know that, you see, what happened to me is by this thing the Holy Spirit is teaching me, I realized that we settle for the least of God. Because it is when you rest in God that you're coming to the best of God. And so I titled my first message, uh, uh, what, what did I title it? To get the best of God, rest. Bring up the slide, bring up the slide, somebody. You know, and so what I'm talking about is we had some things with God. But as I understood the power that the rest of God ushers into our life, I realized what we were enjoying was the least of God or the dregs of God when the best of God is available to us. I wanted you to give me the first Sunday slide. Okay, I'll bring it up. My... To get the best of God, get into the rest of God. Can you clap for Pastor Kay? This To get the best of God, get into the rest of God. That's right. That's right. Help me tell somebody that. Help me tell somebody that right now. To get the best of God, get into the rest of God. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Now, how would you feel all your Christian life, all you have been chopping is the least of God? Hello there. Look at me, look at me. I said, supposing you suddenly find out that all that you have been doing before is access to the least of God. Would you not suddenly be glad that now you have access to the best of God? Who is excited in the house? <laughs> Listen, I'm your pastor. If all you, you, you thought you were close to me, you thought you were enjoying me, and you suddenly found out that was the least of me, and I didn't set any limit for you, but you had no knowledge that you get the best of me. I want to introduce you to yourself in the capacity of what is available to you between you and your father. Your father is saying, what you had of me is the very least you could get of me. That was the least, but now it's time for the best. Will somebody clap for the Lord? The best of God is available. Now, the first time I spoke to you, I titled it, To Get the Best of God, Get into the Rest of God. And after that, I, I brought you, um, I think that was warfare Wednesday and that is wrestle to enter God's rest. Yes. And, um, did I, last Sunday, what takes over? How many of us like God to take over? I mean, take over your family, take over your health, take over everything. I mean, you know, God is a pilot you can rely upon when he's piloting your life. What happens? Everything's cool. You land in style and socially be in Jesus' name. Now, I have brought the word three times, two Sundays and one Wednesday. What is it I want to start? It's an interactive um, midweek service, I want to start by saying, what is it that caught your attention? What is it that you can't let go of? What is it that's making you smile in your sleep? What is it you can't help talking to your neighbors or your, or your family members about? Somebody share with me. What is it about any part of the three services that just is your own? Anybody? Anybody? I want to start from there that something must have grabbed your attention. Something must have touched you and something must have made you realize that I am entering a new season. I want, us, I want you to share with us because I don't want to load more on what you already have. I want you to pick something that's your own and then we will get excited for you and we'll tap into that. Anybody? What? Okay. Awesome. Let's hear from you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we encourage him to just clap your hands, please? We're going somewhere really wonderful this evening, I I assure you.
1: Yes. Okay. um, What I've learned from this series so far is that um, getting into the rest of God is not not an easy thing to do. It's something very, very, very hard. And you have to work hard at it to get into the rest of God. And um, during the message, Pastor used an example, talking about David. It's so all Israel was afraid. All Israel. All Israel. For 30 days. For 30 days. (laughs) Only one man. Only one man, which was David, rested in God. And he came out. And when Goliath was saying everything, that alone, in fact, it's not even what Goliath was saying that should have been his problem. It It is his own people that were actually doubting him, even in the midst of all these things. If your people don't believe in you, how do you, how do you uh,
0: Faith, face a Goliath.
1: Face Goliath? His own people never believed in him, but he still rested in God. Before his people and before the champion. And God showed up for him. God showed up for him. And um, that, that really um, gave me confidence. That irrespective of what every other person is saying, as far as I have that rest in God. In fact, David did not just get that rest he, he fought hard to get the rest because he said, he said, God has delivered me from the hands of the lion. The God that delivered me from the hands of the lion came, I defeated it. The uh, bear bear came. The Lord gave me power over the bear. God delivered him. So he didn't just get that rest on the platter of gold. He worked for it. And with that, he had the confidence and he defeated Goliath. That's all I got. Thank you, sir.
0: That's a nice one. That's a nice one. So, now, what Awesome is saying to us is, you need to build your confidence in God and rest in God to the point that you will still stand when your people do not even agree. I remember when his brother, I can't remember when it was Abinadab or somebody, said, what are you doing here? He said, go back to your little ship. He said, it's not for small fry like you. Go away. The Bible says he turned away from him. And you know the question he asked. He didn't ask half, what is the shortest court to run out of this place before this man kills me. He said, what will the king give to the person who defeats this guy? He didn't say, what will the king give the person who fights? He's the one that killed this guy. And he was a little boy, 17 years old. And all he had was a catapult. As I look at you, I know you have a lot more than a catapult. And there is a battle you, you are predestined to win. And the spoils will change the catapult. Somebody help me bless God right now. Thank you. Awesome. That's an awesome contribution. I, 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 I'm getting fired up by hearing what grabbed you. Let's hear from Ambassador. A round of applause for him. I encourage you.
2: You're supposed to have picked her three hours ago but uh, Tamir didn't bother at all because he see have the confidence and he have the belief in you that I trust I trusted my father that he will definitely come and pick me so I really uh, rely to our daily activities that what do we do in life? Who do you rely upon? Hmm.
0: What are your hands doing? You know, the word rely and rest, they're the same. Who do you rely on? Who do you rest on?
2: If uh, can so much have confidence and rely on his biological father, what much more? Our spiritual father, whom we do not see, but we believe that he can deliver us, that he can do all things for us because when, when thank you, you rest thank you. on human beings can you imagine they we they have I, I've never seen it we are at the last moment in the the last minute they will say ah my dear friend please I'm sorry something just crop up you know you will feel disgusted and ah upon all my confidence that I have in this friend it disappointed me but when you rest on the Lord conveniently you will see that there is nothing that is impossible for for him to to do I also use myself as an example when I have a problem with my landlady he was fighting me here and there I didn't know what to do I ran to the church to the altar I was praying even my 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 department, they even pray for me. But when Lord, when I now see the confidence that I have in Lord, even my wife was telling me in the house, he said, "Uh -uh, you don't even bother about this man. I said, come, I'll put the battle in front of God. And he has shown it to me that the battle is already won. To my greatest surprise, I've never seen an answer fast the woman just died unpronounced and people were knocking at my door on that day that she, that she died I didn't even bother but I dreamt about it that somebody died in the house for almost one week it was smelly and nobody knew until when this thing occurred I now say, ah Baba God A person has confidence in you. There's nothing that is impossible.
0: Can you help me bless him? Can you help me bless him? Ambassador, you missed at one point. You said that she was threatening you. She came to your house and said, I'm going to deal with you. You are not going to last in this house. You know, who has spoken when Jehovah has not spoken? You could have, you could have responded to what a human being said and you fall to bits, but you chose It's your house, I know, and all that. There's some problems, but you still rested in God. And the thing turned around in the most unexpected way. When you rest in God, you will enjoy the best of God. Can we celebrate God one moment? You know. Okay, we're here. Um. Theodora then we'll come to you and you remember I said what my daughter did it shocked me. That day she asked me for a bicycle. I'm just going to drive to the place to buy the bicycle. Even till now they what she did when she was three that's many many years ago is still shocking me. When you rest on God the thing shocks God. That's what happened to David everybody was afraid nobody remembered jehovah anymore they were looking at the champion and it's as if the champion became bigger than god the small boy that came he said i don't care they say he's a man of war from his youth i don't care he's a champion of the philistines i don't care because nothing i see nothing i hear will ever contend with who god is will somebody say amen and the thing shocked God so much that it doesn't matter how he used the catapult. It was not the catapult that killed Goliath. God was behind the stone. Guided the stone. Something had killed Goliath before the stone even hit him. How can a small stone kill somebody nine feet tall, weighing about 500 kilometers, uh, uh, kilograms? How can a small thing? It can only bruise his head. It was not the stone; it was God behind the stone. May every attempt that we make, as we trust God, may it bring incredible results in Jesus' name. That's what I call the God factor. Was behind the stone. I want to hear from you, Theodora? Good evening,
2: church. The part that caught my attention was when Pastor said, um, "If we can rely and trust the pilot of a plane to take us to our destiny." Who
0: remembers that one? Can you help me clap for her? Who remembers that word?
2: So how much more um, God, the um, the maker of everything, how much more should we trust in God? And then um, during the week, it got me thinking, just the same way we don't go to the pilot to tell him, um, drive it like this, do it this way. And this is how I wanted to drive, um, uh, move the plane. So why do we do it with God? Why do we tell God, this is how I want it done? This is how I
0: want you to do. What are you doing? You need to clap for this girl. So it was a very powerful
2: message.
0: Wait, when, when, they, when the plane even has turbulence, do you see anybody come down? No. They just imagine the pilot knows what he's doing. So if your life is the turbulence, God still got you. Now I'm prophesying to somebody. You're still going to land at the right airport in Jesus' name. A round of applause for Theodora. (laughs) Theodora, you know, some people, not only will they want to tell God how to fly the plane of their life, they will start giving him instructions. They will start telling God what to do. Any pilot that you are the one going to tell him how to fly the plane, you should not be in the plane in the first place. trust God to the point that a little turbulence does not mean you're not going to land where you're going. When there are cross wings, the plane is shifting, it doesn't change anything because this unlimited God, you know, he's not just in the present. He has reached the end at the same time as when he's in the present, he knows everything that's going to happen. That's why he's called the alpha and the omega. The beginning and the ending. Do you know how everything is going to end? God is already there. Tell your neighbor, he's got you. You're going to end well. Celebrate the Lord with me today. (laughs) Hallelujah. (laughs) We want to hear from Lillian. We want to hear from Lillian. Oh, thank God. One of the pastors put up their hand. I will have been worried. (laughs) Encourage her with a good hand clap.
1: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah
1: that came to me was psalm 16 verse 8 to 9 i have set the lord always before me because he's at my right hand i shall not be moved so that's like one of my favorite scripture this week and even when i have worries i have doubts i know god never sleeps he never slumbers he's never tired of hearing my worries or my prayers when i am weak he makes me stronger so i'll continue to rest in the lord always thank you
0: Look at this young lady. It says, I have set the Lord always before me. So I put down all the things that make me afraid. I demote them. I put down all the things, the questions I cannot answer. I deliberately set the Lord always before me. You know, the thing that you behold is what you become like. The thing you exalt is what will shape how you feel about everything. Once again, can you help me appreciate the young girl? Pastor Toby... Let's hear a pastoral angle.
3: (laughs) Thank you very much, sir. I think mine is experiential and it is the fact that uh, you have introduced something to our subconsciousness, Mm. right? Uh, The word rest. That's right. Uh, So it is not just the word we heard in church, Mm -hmm. but it is something that is now in our subconsciousness. Such that when anything comes to rattle us that subtle word comes, just rest. Come on now,
0: come on now. (laughs) There's a programming, divine programming. When the devil starts something, they say, no, 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 no. Chill. Rest in God.
3: And and it's so timely because for someone like me, I used to see myself as a very calculated person. I don't get under pressure, no matter whatever that is happening. I believe I have everything planned. I have everything. So, I don't really get rattled. But all of a sudden, in the last few weeks, uh, some... Things are rattling me, you know, the need to achieve certain things. You know, so I, I'm just like, okay, before this one came, the word has already come for me to rest. To rest. And, and then I realized that in the process of rattling ourselves and just going up and down looking for whatever we, it is that we need at some point in time, when we lose that rest, it it's, it's, it's eludes us to hear God and to see what God even wants to do. To do. Because sometimes what we are looking for is already there. It is just because we have not rested enough to be able to hear from God Mm -hmm. and see what God wants us to see. And I will give an example. The family needed something in the last uh, week or last two weeks. And my wife and I have sought for it the way we should sought for it. And then it wasn't coming and it looks as if, ah, this is going to uh, destabilize. But at that point, I'm just like, you know what? In the first place, there is no pressure. We only wanted it because... We feel it to make us, our life better and comfortable. Can we just drop it and just let's wait till next year. Let's just drop it. At that moment we drop it. A word came, right? And I had clearly that says go to a certain place. We went to that certain place and exactly what we are looking for the way we wanted it, we met it and it was ours. Hallelujah.
0: I thought somebody would join me in the posture. The posture, the rest posture, God recognizes it. It's a signal. Once you do that, God takes over. Can you imagine what they could have been fighting? You know, if you're not even careful, you start fighting. Start again. Your wife can say, ah, why are you not doing something about it? Say, leave me alone, I've told you. And then, then, then. But everybody chose to he said, "When we lose our peace and our rest, it becomes difficult to hear God. If you don't hear God, who will you be hearing? Satan. And you heard in your heart a direction to go somewhere, and everything was ready made. I prophesy to somebody: what you are looking for is ready made for you. You will not miss it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ." You know, the thing rest does is it allows us, it allows the Holy Spirit to have access to us. Agitation, trepidation and all kind of uh, palpitations, they're even bad for your health. Can I tell you something? What pains me, I was sharing this, I can't remember with who, is that there should be a difference of attitude between a child of God and somebody that is not a child of God. Let me prove it to you. There are Children on the street, they have no parents. They probably don't have a nice bed to sleep in. They don't know what next meal, whether there's even going to be a next meal. They don't even know where to have a shower or something like that. Now, when those children have a need, because they don't have a father, or if they have a father, the father is not able, the father is not around, Neither is a father willing, neither does a father. Man has capacity. So you can understand their fretting, shouldn't you? Shouldn't you understand their fretting? Now, you find another child like my own child. I live in a nice house, they go to first class school. I'm capable, I am able, and I am willing. And beyond that, I'm a doting father. Even the sound of their voice makes me laugh. Now, if my child start fretting, like that child on the street, what will be my reaction? Please now, answer me, what should be my reaction? If my child, if I find my child weeping, sitting under a tree, I don't know what we're going to eat tomorrow, what kind of life is this, and all that, and begging people for scraps, I will say, how? They have never seen an empty fridge in all their lives. That they open the fridge, there's nothing there. It's not possible. They have never looked for me and I'm not available. Even when I travel, I'm only one phone call away. Will it break my heart or not? If your children did that to you, will it break your heart or not? You know, most of us would rather die so that our children can live. It's a fact. And the child that I feel like that for, that I care for so much that they have the best of everything, has no confidence. Will not rest. Can you imagine my children worrying whether they will go to school? I will weep and weep and weep. You won't be able to console me. It means everything that I did does not matter. How about God? That died for you. There's no greater love. A man can have. Than to lay down his life. And even after he died. You still don't have confidence. How can that God bless you? And that's the same person you're going to pray. If my child does that. And the next day comes to ask me for something. Do you think I will answer? I'll tell the child much out of my room. Since you don't have a father. You're behaving. Listen. Listen. How can our behavior be like that? those of, who don't have the heavenly father as their father? How do you think God feels? He says, take no thought what you will eat. You are crying in the street corner like you have no father. Am I in order? That is what this is all about. And the child who now has confidence in me honestly becomes number one amongst my children automatically the child that shows the most confidence and rests upon my person that says, once my dad, as long as my dad is alive, I have nothing to worry. That is the child that will be number one. And God said, I allowed you to have that experience so that you know how I feel. My question is, how does God feel about you? If I didn't bring you this word, maybe that's why we're enjoying the dregs of God and not the best of God. Because what provokes God to release the best is when you're shacking the way you rest on God. Father, we bless you for sharing your heart with us so that we can have access to the best of God. Father, thank you because you have never changed. We just didn't know. Now that we know, we receive the grace to march forward. Blessed be God. I said, blessed be God. I said, blessed be God. The song right that I says, so rest. How is that song go? So rest in his love and cast on your. Let's take, let's take it again. So rest in his love and cast all your cares on him. Let's take it again here. No, no, no. I want, I want the chorus. And his love cast all of your cares on him. You know, he says so. The word so means on the basis of what you have seen. On the basis of what he has done. On the basis of the understanding you have gained. So do something. So change something. So, talk differently. So, act differently. So, rest in his love and cast all your cares upon him because the Bible says because he cares for you. Will somebody help me celebrate the Lord? And quiet, just hold your microphone. Just stay with me, please. See, this honestly is the best part of my Christianity. I'm in a place now, is the, the pinnacle of my experience with God. If you don't share with me, it's your loss. You can remain at the point where you have the dregs of your father. Some of us are going to be getting the best of our father. Same parenthood, same uh, children, different experiences. Can I tell you something? God is like a big express road. You take your lane. You can be on the slow lane. That's your business. I am not going to be on the slow lane. What lane are you going to be? The lane that leads that gives me access to God, the best of God. That's my own lane. And that's the lane I'm trying to get you on. And you're not going to mess it up in Jesus' name. This evening, I want to share something with you. I like this. When you rest in God, God takes over. Look at that girl. I like that girl's posture. You don't posture like that if you don't know something. And the devil doesn't want you to know that the best of God is still available for you. I don't need to talk, devil. Just watch my posture. Because God recognizes his posture. Somebody help me take this posture. What's going on in this church? I'm calm. I'm cool. I'm collected. I'm resting on the person and the character of God. Something is about to happen. God is taking over all the affairs of our lives. Somebody shout hallelujah. I didn't say say hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Say hallelujah with an attitude of rest. Hallelujah. All right. This evening I want to share a quick thought with you and I'm going to be asking questions and you're not going to let me down. How many are excited about the rest of God when God takes over? When the best of God begins to be available. What are you talking about? This thing I want to share a thought with you. Those that rest in God, they receive help from God. Bring up the slide. Those that rest in God, do what? They receive help from God. Now the scripture on top there, I'm going to read it. But I'm going to now read the whole context so that you understand it a bit more. Now, if you miss this season, you know what happens? You will be collecting from people who have received the best from God. You don't want to be there. You want to be somebody sharing the best of God with people who have, have only the dregs of God. I believe God concerning better things concerning you in the name of the Lord Jesus. It says, for at that time... They came to David day by day to help him. Until it was a great army like the army of God. David got to a place where he so rested in God, he so provoked God, that God sent him help from every direction. And at that time, he was living in the cave of Abdullah. It looked like the end of his life. Nothing was working. His brothers didn't come to look for him. He had to run away from everything. That, the Bible says at that time. If you can rest in God, you will experience the best of God. If you can rest in God, God's going to take over even your defeat. If you can rest in God, you become a man after God's heart. And God will send you help from above. The Bible says for at that time, they came to David. They by day. May we experience the best of God day by day. Somebody people should be laughing at is the person people are going to. They left their town, they left their city, they left their family, they left their vocation to look for somebody who looked like a loser. You know, it's not true that you have to posture and package. If God wants to help you, help will arrive from Zion. I'm telling you, Wherever you are, they looked for him. David did not call for them. You see, this one that you're trying to make people like you is because you have not pleased God. They came to him from everywhere. In a cave, he was not in a palace. Until, they kept coming until they formed a great army like the army of God. The only corollary to this that I can think of is like the three Hebrew children. A heathen king says, "Ah, three people in fire. Who can join, who joins somebody in a fire? He said, but wait a minute. He's not an ordinary man his appearance is like what? The appearance of the son of God. They put you in fire. That's when God showed up. Because you rested on him. The rest is history. They brought them out, promoted them. All their enemies consumed by the same fire. Just like that. I want to say to you, let me first read again to you the scripture I gave you on Sunday. How this thing works. Second Chronicles 16 and verse 9a, the living Bible says, For the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for some people whose hearts are perfect towards him. So that he can show his great power in helping them. I stop at verse 8 there. And I said to you on Sunday. Those, when the Bible says for people whose hearts are perfect towards them. What it means that those whose hearts are perfectly rested in God. The word towards, it didn't say in God. It says those whose hearts are perfect towards him. It's an attitude. Whose heart attitude towards him is pleasing. He didn't say their actions, their heart towards him. That's all. And say what his response is the God factor where he uses, Bible says, his great power in helping them. What if their attitude and their heart attitude was poor? And guess what? Bible says God, a whole God is looking up and down. God to whom nothing is hidden. God that sees tomorrow and 10 years ago and 100 years before, at the same time, he sees the past, the future, and the present. If he has to be looking for them, it means they're so rare. May we be in grace assembly, the place God will be visiting because more than ever before, there will be people rested on God and pleasing God and God will be doing mighty things amongst us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of amen is that to a powerful prayer like that? So that he can show his great power in helping them. Today, I am talking to you about those that rest in God receiving help from above. That's how it happens. The right attitude, the right heart rested on God. He whips up his great power to help them. So if you rest in God, you'll start enjoying help from God. And the text that I read to you on my slide for this short word is showing how that from, Bible says for at that time, they came to David day by day to help him because God sent them until they kept coming until they became an army like the army of God. My father, so shall it be concerning us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, get excited as I read this thing and you see the context and you begin to see how this could be you. Help me tell somebody, say, this could be you. Where if they don't answer, I said this is going to be me. Now, this David killed Goliath. Like some of us, we've done some things, but the result we're getting from all our labor is now contrary to what we expect. The women sang. The men clapped. But his life really didn't change. If anything, it seemed to get worse. The king wanted to kill him. It took Jonathan to say, run. And as he ran, he ran to, I don't know whether the Philistines or something. They told the king that he may be a spy or something like that. He acted like a, like a madman to escape from that. His life just seemed to be getting worse. Am I speaking truth to somebody now? Just because you have achieved something does not necessarily mean that life will suddenly get better. From there, he ran from that city and ran to the cave. Now, if somebody's life kept going down like that, if you were going to picture what next, do you expect great people to come and be meeting the person? See, a poor man, Bible says his own family, they despise him. And that's what happened to David. None of his brothers looked for him. And just because the people you have spent your life with would not look for you, does not mean some people are not coming. As a matter of fact, greater people are coming and to align with you. What kind of amen is that? Are you going to do in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? I read the text for you. First Chronicles 12. I'm going to read verses 1 to 2. And I'm going to jump to verse 8. It says, now, these were the men who came to David at Ziklag. While he was still what? A fugitive. You know what that means? Somebody, there's no future. Fugitive means nothing for you again. While he was still a fugitive. From running from Saul, the son of Kish. And these people, they were among the mighty men, helpers in the war. It was not ordinary people that came. These men were armed with bows, using both the right hand and the left hand in hurling stones. Mostly, most people can use only one. They could use the two. And shooting arrows with the bow. Guess what? we of Benjamin, Saul's brethren. Let me first stop there. The people that came to him should have been with Saul. They were Saul's lineage. When God wants to take over your battle, the incredible starts to happen. It's put in the Bible for you and I to know that. Don't think that after you rested on God, things will be normal. No, 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 The incredible is about to happen. If you don't believe it, watch my life. I'm telling you, if you don't believe it, watch it, what is going to happen. This thing, oh, no, 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 I understand it now. And in verse 8, we talk about the men that came, they were mighty men. They could shoot with the right and the left. They came with their ammunition. He did not have to buy them ammunition because a battle was coming. First Chronicles 12 verse 8. Verse 8 of the same first Chronicles 12 says, some Gadites joined David by invitation, by begging them. Somebody sent them. They joined David at the stronghold. We were in the wilderness. The word wilderness means bush. Don't let it fool you. It's a dead end place. Mighty men of valor. Men trained for battle who could handle shield and spear. Whose faces were like the faces of lions. Some say hallelujah. And they were as swift as gazelles on the mountain. Bad boys of the highest order. He didn't promise them a salary, no contract of employment. He does not even have food to give them. They came with their own food. Hallelujah. In verses 15 to 18, listen to this. These are the ones, listen to this, who crossed the Jordan in the first month when it had overflowed all its banks. Stop there. You don't know what that description means. When the children of Israel, 40 years through the wilderness, they got to the promised land they could not cross the Jordan. The Bible says, because the Jordan has overflowed its banks, the current will sweep everything with it. Put your leg, it sweeps you away. These guys are so bad. You see, for the children of Israel to cross the Jordan, when, um, when they were wanted to enter, what's um, that city, Jericho, it took the ark of God. As they stepped into the water, they needed a miracle for the water that's coming to stop. For the one that is here to go away, for them to cross. These guys had no ark. They crossed. These are the kinds of people that came to a broke man that had nothing to offer them. They are coming to you and I in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. They said, these are the ones. Listen to the, listen to the words. You you need to know that God is very deliberate. He's painting a picture of what happens when a man rests in God, the kind of help that he begins to get. Do you know nobody ever makes it without help? Don't let anybody do shakara for you. If they made it, they got some help. Help is on the way. I want to speak life. So I say, help is on the way for your family. Help is on the way concerning your finances. Help is on the way concerning your ministry. Help that comes from God. Just rest in God and you begin to enjoy divine help. He didn't, he didn't call them. He had no phone. He didn't beg them. You don't have to beg them. When it is time for God to help you, he will send valiant people your way. You know what? Everything he needed, they brought. Even Saul's people came. Have you ever seen people leave a better man, handsome, money, king, resources, and go to a broke person? Someone say, it has to be God. So these are the ones who crossed the Jordan in the first month when he had overflowed. All, it didn't say his banks, so all it's banks. And they put to flight all those in the valleys to the east, come on now, and to the west. Then some of the sons of Benjamin, again, some of the sons of Benjamin and Judah, they came to David where? At the stronghold. And David went out to meet them. And answered and said to them, if you have come peaceably to me, To help me. My heart will be united with you. But if to betray me to my enemies. Since there is no wrong in my hands. May the God of our fathers look and bring judgment. Verse 18. Then in response to the line he drew for them. Then the spirit of who? The Lord. capital S. When you see something bigger than you. Come at you this time. Don't run. It was only David and they came. Judah, Benjamin, all these kind of people. And they came armed. He said, are you for me? If you come to help me, God will bless you. And then at that point in time, ah, something goes shella in the name of the Lord Jesus. The spirit of the Lord came upon Amasai, who was chief of the captains. He was not a prophet. But for that purpose god had to use him and he said we are what Saul's people Can't you read it on the screen We are who we are yours oh David we are on your side oh son of Jesse want to you. peace peace to you and peace To your helpers. For your God. Helps you. The word peace twice. You don't understand it. If the Jewish people give you shalom. They don't say shalom, shalom. Shalom. This means it's not a man speaking. Peace. Peace. To you. In any case, the Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon him. This is the voice of the Holy Spirit. It says, peace to you, peace to you, and peace to your helpers, for your God helps you. That will be my portion. I don't know about anybody. That will be my portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. So David received them and made them captains of the troop. From zero to hero. Verses 21 to 22. Let's read this one. Read it to me. And they helped David against the bands of raiders for they were all mighty men of valor and they were captains in the army. For at that time, they came to David day by day to help him until he was a great army like the army of God. From nothing for you to have something that the description of it is almost equal to what God would have had. How do you stop a man like that? And what did he do? He rested on God and God sent him help. Lift up your hands to God and say, I have reason to rest on God. I have understanding now that when a man rests of God, he gets the best of God. When he rests in God, God takes over his battles. When he rests in God, God sends help and shows up by himself for that man. Thank you, Lord, for teaching us how to get the best of God. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Child of God, do you know that Psalm 60, somewhere in verse 10, I believe, says the help of a man is useless. It says the help of the man is used but with God's help, we will do mighty things. Saul had the help of men compared to David that had the help of God. Who was going to win? It is clear. Glory to God. My question today is who is it here? Under the sound of my voice, who needs God's help? You have a situation that only God can turn around. You are the candidate to rest in God. You are the candidate for God to t- show how great he is in your life. David was down to nothing. Not even his family looked for him. Father, as we lift up our hands, see these hands. If you're watching online, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, see me. Teach me how to rest in you so that what happened for David will happen for me. We'll receive it in Jesus' name. In Psalm one forty six, now let me let, in Psalm one forty six verses four to five, I want to talk about human help. You know, I told you that the Bible says that the help of man is useless. Exact word used useless, but the same some another Psalm Psalm one forty six verses four to five says, "May humans don't have what it takes." Either power or faithfulness. Because they change their minds. They're very fickle. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their thoughts, their plans, and their projects die with them. Listen to verse 5. It said instead. Someone say instead. It said instead get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and know real blessing." Thank you for clapping over there. You will know real blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Because there are things that look like blessings, but they're not. You will, he said, and you will know real blessings. Father, by this study, as we move forward, we will know, experience, and enjoy real blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Anyone in here who needs a real who needs real blessings, shout Amen. Amen. Shout hallelujah unto the Lord. You know why? Because this David refused to do any evil. He would rather, rather he had two opportunities to kill Saul and he proved to Saul. He said, I caught your robe whilst you are sleeping. Check your robe. The piece that is missing is in my hand. Another time, he took his spear and walked away. He said, can you see? Your spear was next to you and I took your spear and I didn't kill you. Why? Because if God anointed you, God will be the one to deal with you. When a man respects God so much, he doesn't even take advantage of the situation because of his his own need, because of his own troubles, God has to fight his battles for him. Glory be to God. 1 Samuel 26 verse 23, the New Century Version says, the Lord rewards us for the things we do right. And for our loyalty to him as we rest in him. And David said, the Lord, this is David speaking. He said, the Lord rewards us for the things we do right. And for our loyalty to him, the Lord handed you, Saul, over to me today. But I won't harm the Lord's appointed king. You know what I believe? God is able to finish what he started in my life. Who is like me? What did I say? God is able to finish what He started. I don't have to kill anybody's ministry. I don't have to be nasty to anybody. Mm -mm -mm -mm. The Bible says in the book of Philippians, God will uh, complete the good work he has started in your life. If I kill Goliath and that shows I'm the next king, God is able to install me. I don't have to kill you to get there. Can I say something to the church? This time of shooting people down with your mouth... Destroying people because of whatever it is. Can we stop it? God is able to sit you down on the throne. He has assigned for you. If the wrong person is sitting there. God is able to remove the person. And put you down. Who agrees with me? Say with me. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And he will do it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you learning something about this? Eh? Look at the man that came to meet him. Came with resources he didn't have. Has God changed? I'm asking you and begging you in the name of the... Has God changed? The unlimited God, is it now suddenly limited? David shot God so much that he had two opportunities to kill Saul. Saul kept throwing javelins at him. I want to talk about how to get into the rest of God. I want us to talk about how to maintain our resting. in God. How many of you agree that when you start resting in God, is not a definitive thing. The moment you rest, that's how your tire will go down pshh, in the wrong place. You say, ah, area boys can rush me. And all kinds of things that can happen. How many of you agree that getting to the rest of God, we need to also learn how to stay rested in God? Hello, somebody. You know, some people believe that if I have a child, my, my problems are solved. I have a miracle child in my house. The day he convulsed like this, you will never even think he can live through it. I got to the hospital with one leg of shoe. I didn't even know I was not wearing the second one. I hope I wasn't wearing my boxer shirt. I don't even know. The way I lost control. Anything you get can be undoing if God doesn't keep it for you. If God didn't give you, he has no responsibility to keep it for you. God will give the giver and he will be the keeper. Glory to God. How can you let God be the keeper if you won't rest? The money you get can be undoing. Because the worst description is you used to have money. It's not a bad thing to say you don't have money. The worst one is you used to have money. Uh, you, so you haven't lived long enough. We've seen it happen. You're pursuing money. You're not taking God along. You can get it. It doesn't mean you can keep it. May God help us in Jesus' name. Let's talk about how to get rested in God. The first thing I want you to know that it is a decision you have to make. I can't make it for you. I can only tell you about it. It's a decision. You know the thing about some people is, some people their sin is there. Help me tell two people, make up your mind. I want to speak to those online say, make up your mind right now. You don't have time anymore. It's a decision you have to make. And that decision is easier to reach when you know the wonderful benefits of resting in God. I have spoken many to get the best of God, get into the rest of God. When you rest in God, God takes over. Today, I'm talking about, um, when you rest in God, um, you, those that rest in God, enjoy the help of God. You know, I've said it in so many ways and so I even wonder whether some of our members are even listening. So who are you listening to? What decision are you making if you don't make this decision? You're going to be kidding me. When God speaks, it is end of discussion. Oh, I thought I would get a hand clap there. When God speaks, it is the end of discussion. This is the most wonderful decision you have to make now. It's your decision to make. But that decision is easier to reach when you know the wonderful benefits of resting in God. What more can I say? That's the first thing. Someone say one. Two. Resting in God is something that really shocks God. Please, how do you spell that? Shack. I know it's broken in English. It's, is it H S H A K or S H A C K? You don't even know. Anyway, it doesn't matter as long as I shack God. Praise God. You may know the spelling but I'm the one shocking God. So, as long as I'm the one sharking God, I don't know. I don't need to know the spelling. Praise God. So resting in God is something that second point is that it really shocks God and it provokes Him to arise on one's behalf. We want works. It's a decision, but it's a decision that really shocks God and provokes God to arise on our behalf. May the Lord arise and the enemies of our, our destiny be scattered in Jesus' name. Three. What, we're talking about this rest in God. What? Is God? It's not enough, child of God, to be enjoying the dregs of God. God has paid the price for you to enjoy the best of God. You need to move forward. And guess what? If you don't get the best of God, you can't be a blessing. Can I tell you something? God told Abraham, "I'll bless, I'll bless you, that you may be a blessing." If you are still on dregs, you can't help anybody. And God does not want you to be like that. You, like light, he shines illumination for everybody to see. Salt is small, but it changes a lot of things. Listen, you're supposed to be so blessed, you can change the lives of a lot of people. And so shall it be in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, to get the best of God that you need to be a blessing, you need to get into the rest of God. For when you rest in God, God takes over. You see, when people see God fight for you, you know what happens? Some issues are settled. When Saul found out that the Benjamites, the best of them went to a man that had nothing, he knew that he was in trouble. There are some things some people need to see in your life and they'll leave you alone. They'll leave your children alone because this one, our married, so shall it be in Jesus' name. When you rest in God, God takes over. Five, those that rest in God, they receive help from God. Somebody say, help from above. Someone say, angelic assistance. We download it now in Jesus' name. How do you know that it's help from above? The Bible says, for the eyes of the Lord, search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people who sat perfect towards him the way they will rest on God so that he can show his great power in helping them that is the result we will not miss that result in Jesus name six I'm talking about how it works we become a delight to God when we rest in him Bible says delight yourself in the Lord and what happens and he grants you what the desires of your heart. When we become a delight in God, when we rest in him, it means that the season of you walking to your, the things you delight in, things you really wanted in life will begin to happen socially be in Jesus' name. When we also rest in God, it ushers us into some amazing intimacy with God. You know what? Bible says, intimate with God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And resting in God is also something that provokes God to really bless believers. I didn't say bless, to really bless believers. I read it to you in Psalm 146 verse 5, the Message Bible, and I'm going to read it to you again. It says, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God and know real blessing. It's one thing to hear of real blessing." It's different from knowing real blessing. What do you want? You want to know real blessing? You want, to, you want to hear about real blessing or you want to know real blessing? You have to answer for yourself. Do you want to know, hear about real blessing or you want to know real blessing? You see, some people hear about America. They hear about Switzerland, but they don't know the place. I'm going to ask you again. You want to hear about it or you want to know the real Say it so that the angels will hear you. There are lots of nice things in life. People know about them. People are always showing it on the internet, but you don't know it. Lift up your hands say, Lord, I, I rest in you. I gave you six or seven points for that. Now, when it comes to resting in God, I said to you, it's a decision you have to make but it's not just a decision. It must be an active decision. There must be action to that decision. So you can't say, I heard pastor talk about it. I have made a decision, but there's no action. So the moment any jagajaga wants to start, say no, 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 no. I know what you're saying, but I choose to rest in God. You have to say it. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. To say nothing, there's nothing like silent faith. Faith speaks. Some bad news is coming, say what you want. Some people say, I'm quiet. There's a place to be quiet. The violent take it by force, you say. So, you must take a decision and that decision must be active and you must be resolute about it. The word resolute is I no go I'm not letting go. Let me warn you. The moment you take the decision, the moment you act on it, there will be contention for that decision. And you have seemingly logical reasons to submit. But that's the way to die. You have to be Resolute. It doesn't matter who is telling you rubbish. David turned away from his brother and looked for somebody who will say something else. Glory to God. You see some people, once I talk about family, they won't say hallelujah. Your family can be your idol. Once they start talking, you don't hear God anymore. You need to turn away and say, I love you, but I got to hear something else. Glory to God. So, you must choose to rest in God. But before you choose and you are able to maintain it, it is better when it is an informed decision. I have taken four services to give you information about resting in God, the response of God, how it works, many examples Noah, many examples John, many examples David, so that when you are taking the decision, it's not so much pastor said you should take the decision and informed the decision because I know this is the decision that God will respond to. That's what is called an informed decision. You see, some people can preach, but there's no meat to the preaching. There's no sequential thought. There's no law of evidence. There's no bringing it together, painting the total picture. So, when you make a decision on something you don't gain an understanding of, it is easy for the enemy to take that decision from you. How many of you know that it is good to rest in God? How many of you know that God responds when you rest? Is it a decision you're making on an informed level or not? Are you going to own that decision or not? I'm going to hold on I'm going to hold on the way I hold on to God. Glory to God. You can't hold on to that decision for long if it is not predicated on the character of God. Someone say the character of God. What character am I talking about? A God that never sleeps nor slumbers. A God that acts on what he said. A God that is faithful all the time. A God that rewards those that are loyal to him, those that rest in him. It's not based on my character. It cannot be based on my preaching. I'm just a man. It's based on the character of God. God watches over his word. And God says the best of me can only be accessed by those that rest in me. I will give something to everybody. The Bible says he causes the sun to shine on all. It causes the rain to fall on earth. But those, are the, those are the dregs of God. How many men have the experience of a David? A man that was not called when they wanted to call for a great man in his house. They didn't even call him. He ended up being the greatest king of Israel. Glory to God. Someone see the character of God. You have to maintain this, your informed decision by sheer determination. I want you to say sheer determination. Can somebody tell me what I mean by sheer determination? Use your own language. Say it anyhow, it comes to your mind. I want everybody to get it. This thing is, Satan is going to fight for it. He's going to do everything to take it from your hand so you better get ready for the fight of your life you need your eye need to be like the face of a lion so much so that even some small devils would decide to go to a lesser place you will so shine your eye say don't even go there somebody help me what does sheer determination what does it connote to you by fire by force Aha. when you are ready to when you are resolute you are using my word I say use your own word Anybody else? Share determination. Huh? Hey, madam. You're a big madam. Your voice is very small. Like a baby's voice. Uh-huh. Uh, if man cannot do it, God will do it. Oh, if God cannot do it, let it not be done. Exactly. That's the posture. Doctor is talking. He said. Are you God? I beg, walk up pass. Please God. Hello now. You see, when you're determined, people start talking. People should start saying something about you has changed. What you used to run for, you don't run anymore. People used to beg when they start seeing the results. That's why they will follow you to church. I want to meet this God. May that be our experience in Jesus' name. You achieve this resting God through the process of learning. Someone say learning. Through the process of practicing. Someone say practicing. Through the process of making constant adjustments. Say constant adjustments. What do I mean by this? The Bible says in the New Testament, we should practice righteousness. Some people think righteousness is, you come to church, you just give your life to Christ, they lay hands over you. No, no. You practice righteousness. Because the temptation is always to drift. Whatever you practice, you become good at it. Is that true or not? So, you achieve this rest in God through the process of learning. For four services, I've been saying the same thing. I'm going to be posting some things from time to time. You read them, meditate on them, because the Lord says, Come unto me, all you that labor, troubled, and heavy laden. I will give you rest. He says, Come and learn. I want to ask you can you get a PhD by going for one class, one motivational event? No. You keep learning, it takes a while. Can I ask you something? Be a student of this series. Go and listen to each of the sermons again. Listen to them over and over because really it's not a stroll in the park. That's why God has to really be looking for people whose hearts are rested perfectly towards him. May he find us to be one of those people in Jesus name. I said it's you achieve it through the process of learning through the process of practicing your rest in God, you will get it wrong sometimes. You agitate. You run to the wrong person. You caution yourself. You carry on practicing. By making constant adjustments, you remember Psalm 106 verse 8, the psalmist says, return to your rest O my soul. What does that mean? The word return is your soul left the rest of God. Return to your rest, oh my soul. You know, your soul has been new Waka for all the 40 years, or how many years you are. Your wakawaka your waka is your soul is not going to learn to rest all of a sudden. You speak to yourself, you speak to your soul, return to your rest, oh my soul. Will somebody say amen? amen. That's full scripture says, return to your rest, oh my soul, for God has been good to you. By sharing this word to you, that's very strange to a lot of people. Never heard anything like this before. God has been good to you. And then, this resting God, you need to learn to do something. To keep hearing of God, keep meditating on it because it's very elusive, it's very nebulous. It's like a smoke, it's, it, it has a way of filtering through your fingers, and all of a sudden, you. Thought something was your hand, but it's not there anymore. You have to secure it by hearing and meditating. So, this thing I'm talking about listening to what God and meditating, you know, drifters by nature. Bible says the things that we have learned, um, let's not drift away from it. We're drifters. The next thing, somebody will bring revelation, you jump inside it. Next thing, and some of you, you go to too many sites. You have 48 revelations at all times. You know what they say? You will come and thank me. You will even come and bless me. Some of you that are, some of you that are very stingy, this time around, you'll be so blessed, you will you will you want to bless me, and I will receive it from you like David in Jesus' name. Why are you smiling? You're saying, Ah, Pastor, you're using star. No, I'm just telling you what is going to happen. Praise God. We're talking about how to get into the rest of God and how to remain rested. It is one thing to get into university. It's another thing to stay. Not everybody that go into university with us finish with us. A lot of people start some things. They're not there at the end. It's harder to keep money than to make money. It's easier to get into the rest of God. It's harder to remain rested. Your children can start something. Somebody close to you can start something. But it's a decision. It's a choice. It's not based on what is going on. Oh, look at those two. Male and female. I like that guy's posture. He knows something. Look at the girl. Ah. Jesus. The angels will go and tell the father, have you seen this guy? He's your guy. I'm speaking about you. God will show up for you in Jesus name. You maintain it by talking to yourself just like the woman with the issue of blood. Let me tell you what happened. She was so troubled. She heard about Jesus. She thought about Jesus. She decided Jesus is the way. She decided. But as she went, other voices came. Who knows what I'm talking about? Are you sure? Come on now, somebody help me. It's a long journey. You see, the longer the journey between where you are and what you want, gives Satan a lot of opportunities to give you ideas. Is it true or not? Talk to yourself. That's the only way you are not going to quit. That's the only way you're not going to drift from it. You see, some people will post some things on your page today that will take your meditation in the wrong direction. Some people will invite you to some things. It's not a blessing. It's a distraction. When I say it's a decision, and there's sheer determination, this is the time you edit what you hear. You reduce the places you go. You've got something you're chewing on. Something that gives you access to the best of God. What It can be better than that? That's a good place for you to clap for me. What can be better than that? You maintain it by speaking to yourself so that you don't quit. Learn from the woman with the issue of blood. She kept speaking to herself. Did she get the blessing or not? Did she get the blessing or not? A lot of us let people speak to us. That means you're not in charge of your destiny. You are, you, are, you are a product of many ideas. You should hear the word of God and you speak to yourself. Be a preacher to yourself. That's a quotable one. Be a preacher to yourself. Once you hear the voice of God, that's what you keep preaching to yourself. That's another good place for you to clap. It shows that you're learning something. It's a process. And lastly, you are going to need encouragement from time to time. Because this walking with God is tough going. Don't try to do it alone. The Bible says, and so encouraging one another much more the more as you see the day approaching. So don't forsake the brethren, particularly those who can encourage you along the way. Don't do it. It is hard for you to enter into God's rest and, 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 and remain in God's rest. And that's why I keep posting all these things. It's not that I don't have to, anything else to do. I'm just trying to encourage you to stay on course. And I want you, the pastors, too, you to post things to encourage one another. And please, when you see me, to say, Pastor, be rested in God. That's how you should be greeting me now. Don't say, hello, Pastor. Mm-mm, rested in God. I'm going to appreciate that a lot more. It's going to help me a lot more. Because even me, Satan wants me to go back to where I'm at. But these days, you know what I do? I sleep like a baby. Satan will come say, ah, you have this bill. Ah, you haven't done this. Ah, I say, leave that to money. I'm rested in God. When I wake up in the morning, I say, Father, thank you for today. I am rested in God. Somebody is doing this. Somebody is not doing it. I say, hey, really? Blessed be God. I'm rested in God. God is able. If you want to wait for everything to agree with your rest, you will never rest. David rested in spite of everybody. You see, this rest I'm talking about has nothing to do with common sense. You know what? Common sense doesn't move God though? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. If you have faith and you don't end up in trusting God, there's a problem. And if you have trust and you cannot rest on God, the equation will not balance. May our equation balance before the Lord in Jesus' mighty name. Yeah. Help me look at somebody and say, please encourage me. Help me tell somebody, please don't say those things you used to say. Hi, you know some brethren, ah, have you heard this one? There's Wahalau. There's some people who say, hey, eh, have you heard the latest gist? I don't want to hear the latest gist. I want to maintain my rest. Tell me how God takes over when you rest in God. Tell me how God uh, is fighting your battles. Don't come and tell me. Ah, if you know the latest car now, that's what your mates are driving. Eh, 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 eh. Tell me what will encourage me. As you do so, God will bless you. We will rejoice together in Jesus' name. Has somebody been blessed this evening? Give it up for the Lord. Give it up for the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you stand and pray a prayer? I've spoken so much. May your spirit hold on to the truths of God. Return to your rest. Oh, my soul. For God has been good to you. This key to the kingdom has been put in our hands. The Bible says the door will no longer be shut on him. Those arresting God, they receive help from God. Help from above and angelic assistance. Help is coming and when it's coming, it's coming with everything that we have been waiting for, everything we needed, everything we wanted, they will bring it with them, oh God. Because God will send help us our way. I thank God for the days I used to enjoy. I thought I was enjoying the dregs of I didn't know it was the dregs of God. But now the best of God is available. I will not disqualify myself. May we enter into this rest. May we remain rested. We scramble every voice and every tongue that says things that wants to mess up the rest that we have in God. We cancel every association that will knock out our rest and disqualify us. Father, thank you for the determination to forge forward. The Bible says, those are in God they will know the real blessing the real blessings God will really bless them may this be our experience oh God thank you that people will look at us and say something about you has changed the atmosphere around you is calm and God will be delighted and grant us our heart's desire so shall it be And let the name of the Lord be glorified. In Jesus name we have prayed. Say an amen for yourself. Say an amen for me. Say an amen for your family. Say an amen for the church of God. So it is in Jesus name. Help me appreciate the Lord this evening for doing us so much good. Hallelujah.